Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to Coffee with the Dead. I am your host, as always, Tara Ann. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the 2018 Year Fest. Um, It's actually the first I've gone out and done um, under my name, uh, under under Para Ann. Usually, when I uh, would get an invite out to do anything, it would be you know as the full investigation group. Uh, Spirits Wake, or um, or as the show, we were actually asked. Uh, in a while now, about five years, more than five years, but right around there, um, we were actually asked to um, go up to around Philly and and actually do a do a podcast of a of a live um, music music awards. Uh, type thing. So, yeah, so this is the first event that um, I went out as Perry Ann, too. And it was good. Uh, this was down in Washington, D.C., the 2018 Peer Festival. And if you hear my cat in the background, um, you know, that's okay because cats are awesome. But that's what that noise is, if, if you do hear anything. <laughs> Uh, so the 2018 Fear Festival was in Washington D.C. Uh, it was kind of cool, um, actually pretty cool. It was a, a, a live performance. There was dancing and music and all kinds of good stuff. It was there were uh, a couple different shows that that were performed. So this was right next to the Atlas Theater, for those who are familiar. And uh, the first show, I think it was um, like a fear in motion kind of kind of theme. So a lot of dancing, a lot of fun stuff there. And then at the end of the night, there was the quote-unquote, you know, the main event called Ominous. Um, and that was, you know, along the same lines, but a little more serious, a a little less family friendly, but still, um, I guess it would have been okay for older kids is what they, they, they were suggesting there, uh, not to, not to bring the toddlers out for the show. Um, but you know, uh, from what I saw, there were uh, a lot of kids, so I don't know, maybe, maybe that was more marketing than anything, trying to just get people in. They did say they were sold out, so I mean, it worked, whatever they did, to get people in. So there were three vendors all together, and I was with the Talking Board Historical Society, and they are kind of you know, spread out all over. Uh, they, you know, talking board. So, Ouija board, which board, right? We all know. We've heard me talk about my collection and my interest with those many times before. <laughs> so I was 
working with them. And we had some antique boards and two other older boards for sale. So the antique boards that we had just for display, I mean, one was from 1908, um, really, really old. And the two that were for sale, um, which still are for sale, actually, um, if you're interested, you can go to the Talking Board Historical Society's Facebook or webpage and send them a message um, letting them know that you're interested in, in a board and, you know, they can send you a picture of what's available and whatnot. Uh, but one was from 1955 and the other was from the 60s. And it was really cute. We had, like, this moment, at least, you know, as far as I see it, um, when uh, two little girls came up. And the one little girl, she was really with it. She was really well-spoken, really mature, you know, and really confident um, that she was totally going to grow up to be famous. And I just thought it was adorable because, you know, we're in a theater and, you know, she's just in the mood of it all and saying she's going to grow up and, you know, be famous from theater also. (laughs) And she was certain of it. It's not like she was saying, you know, when I grow up, I want to be a famous theater performer. Uh, No, she said, when I uh, see you the next time, um, you'll ask for my autograph because I'll be famous. It, It was like that, so... But she had another little girl with her, and the other little girl was real quiet, real shy. So she was, um, she, the the confident girl, uh, was, you know, explaining the table to to the shy one. And they ended up actually uh, playing the, the board from the 1960s. And it was really cute, the little girl, the quiet one, she would speak in Spanish and ask for her grandfather. And then the confident girl would kind of, you know, get a little impatient that nothing happened immediately. So she would just start asking, hey, is anyone here? Or no, she said, are there any ghosts here? Just said it like that. (laughs) So it it was really cute. And seeing them interact with the board like that was definitely a highlight of my night. Um, the the quiet girl's mom came to the table at one point also, and she got on the Ouija board too. And she was, again, speaking in Spanish, asking for her relatives. So that was neat. It was just those three who, I guess, were brave enough, you might say, to use the the Ouija board, especially in public. But it was so cute. And oh, the, the best part, too, uh, about the little girls, they uh, actually got the planchet moving. <laughs> so, of course, it was so, it was the classic, are you, are you, are you moving it? No, you're, you're moving it. No, I'm not moving it. You're moving it, you know, kind of back and forth. And it was it just got me really really excited to to see that happening and 
you know, the little girls were using the board. They weren't afraid of it, and the mom didn't yell at them for using it. It all just it went well, and it was great. It made a nice little little moment. So uh, next to us, we had um, a, a guy selling. Again, these are all nonprofits. Okay, so um, Talking Board Historical Society is a nonprofit thing that we made went right back to the society and goes into all the work that those guys do to preserve the boards and you know help get get the history out and educate people on one Ouija boards so um, none of none of what what they made last uh, well Saturday um, went home with them all that you know, nonprofit goes right right back into the, the society. So next to them was another guy selling um, horror books. And I think from the looks of it, it was like local authors, but he also had some Stephen King stuff. But it, it was a mix. But I, I did see some, some stuff that looked like it could have been local publications as well. And then uh, on the left, so that the book guy was on the right, we were in the middle. On the left was uh, this really neat uh, ceramics uh, seller. And he uh, made everything um, himself, his own original designs. Uh, like for for example, he had um, he did one of Groot, you know, the the talking tree thing um, from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. He had one that. The the front was like uh, like they all kind of look like tree stumps in a sense, but some of them were less tree stump ish, <laughs> and uh, but they all all of them um, had different weird kind of creepy faces and definitely went along with like the horror theme of the weekend. Uh, one in particular uh, had a uh, zipper on the back of its head for example so kind of like really twisted imagery like that and there were uh little battery operated can like tea light candles inside of quite a few of them so you know you could you could put a tea light candle in um you know at home or or you know just use the battery operated candle it's a lot safer not uh, so the uh the the guy running the table he also does these really amazing um pumpkin carvings uh super super detailed faces super like like they're like 3D basically um it's not flat so he just uses a big like uh, like a big carving knife and uh just goes at it so he spent the evening uh Working on that while the performances were going on and whatnot, and that that was fun. That was a fun table, and we um we we got some good conversation with them, and so that was yeah that was that was my first event. I was just thinking, you know, are there any more highlights from the night? But really, it was those two little girls were were the best and and then you know seeing the guy do the live pumpkin car race was, was fun, so that was my first event out, like I said uh may or may not 
uh, be going to something else, <laughs> which I won't talk about yet until it is uh, confirmed uh, in, in next month, in November, which actually is like in just a couple of days. It's crazy how fast October went by. Um, so I will let you know if I do end up doing something else. So I'll have you know, some heads up and be able to talk about it beforehand. So if anyone listening is able to make it, you know, or make plans to attend this thing that is coming up, then you'll be able to. It might not happen, too. So you might never hear about this again. But you might. So this mystery event (laughs) will keep you posted. Gosh, so it's crazy, right? Like Wednesday, so it's, yeah, Wednesday is Halloween. It's just a couple of days away. I can't believe it. I have been slacking so bad this this year, but I've been staying busy too, you know? I mean, okay, so I did the orchard. That was really fun, really like basic fall stuff. And then I... You know, I did one haunted house. I did the the Nevermore haunt in Baltimore, and then it was the Fear Festival. And yeah, and the the first weekend I just didn't get out. So I um cat is really distracting me. She is really hardcore trying to walk all over my keyboard and I just have to keep moving her. I'm not kicking her out though for those of you who think, oh just just close the door. Don't let her in. Yeah, no, no. That's that that that's okay. I'll just I'll just deal with her. So I started to space there because I was dealing with her. But anyway, um Yeah, so I feel like I've been slacking, but you know when I just recapped it there, I spent three weekends doing doing stuff, right? Being busy. It just wasn't the typical going on at houses kind of thing that I normally do. So it was a little different. I got did not actually um get to Penhurst, which I swore I would do. Um, you know, I do still have one more weekend with them. They uh doing their blackout. I think that's yeah, that's this weekend, November third. So we'll see. I have one last chance to redeem myself. <laughs> um we'll see though. I d I don't know. Um see what else is going on this week. Trying to keep it relatively quiet. Um Oh, hey, I am, by the way, looking for a new logo. Um, And I'm looking also for new opening music. So if anybody is artistic and can, um, or creative rather, and has just a quick, maybe, you know, 10 seconds, somewhere between 
five and ten second kind of clip of music, um, send me an email or, you know, just get at me on Facebook. Facebook's always easier for whatever stupid reason. Facebook's annoying, but it's also easy communication. Um, Don't just send me a file, though. Like, please just message me. Let's have some conversation first, and let me see, you know, if I, you know, think that the type of, the style, rather, that you have in mind is the same style that I would have in mind. I don't want, uh, no lyrics, no words, just just the music. So if anybody um, out there is willing to donate some free music to the cause of making the show a little more interesting, that would be cool. And see, we got a couple minutes left. So let me go ahead. I'll get into it. Um, we've talked about it before, but it always comes back up. The topic of haunted dolls. Gosh, so we've all probably seen them by now on eBay floating around, you know, the great estate sales, right? That have so many haunted objects, everything, right? Rings, grandma's haunted sandwich bag with her spirit still in it, going for hundreds of dollars. Uh, Those jewelry boxes, clothes, and, of course, these baby dolls. I may have done this, the uh, ghost doll that I I bought off eBay many moons ago. It was, this, it was called a War Baby. The woman that I bought it from told me it was from the World War One era. I don't really have a way to validate that. Um, it's, it's, it was just like literally like as long as my index finger in total. Uh, and the actual doll is probably half that length. But it came in this look like handmade uh, knitted little blue bed kind of sleeping bag, little, like, I don't know, little, little sack, <laughs> for lack of a better word, uh, for this little ceramic doll, I guess. Um, it was not haunted. Uh, nothing happened. But the, the lady swore to me that she had things happen, that she would see a little boy uh, ever since she got the war baby from a yard sale. Okay, so that, that's another place a lot of these, you know, supposedly haunted items come from too is, is yard sales. So I was like, okay, well, this this makes sense. This goes along with all the cliches that I've heard. <laughs> so I bought it. Yeah, nothing happened. Uh, the thing's kind of interesting, but I don't know. I said put it in a shoebox and never gave it much of a thought after a couple months of having it out and experimenting with it, you know, talking to it or putting it in different places around the house just to see if anything would happen. Huh. It was a horrible idea, honestly. 
um, think about that. Buying a haunted object, uh, it's, it's, it's stupid. Why do you want to bring energy into your house like that? Why do you want to risk uh, a potential negative energy, you know, or unhappy energy, which a lot of these haunted objects, especially the dolls, they have sad stories. And you see, like, the customer reviews. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, you know, Molly has a, a, a very peaceful demeanor, and, you know, unless I don't come and play with her often enough, and then she gets rowdy. <laughs> it's like, okay, this isn't your kid. And um, a doll can't really get rowdy. So if there's activity in your house that you think is linked to a doll, um, let's not name it Molly, for starters. Uh, Let's think about our choices in life that we've made in opening the door and playing with forces that we really don't understand or have any way of measuring i mean despite all the you know ghost hunting techniques you know the emf meters the infrared cameras night vision this and that whatever it's still not not proof right else uh else there'd be a, a much wider acceptance of hauntings and spirits and things like that it's just one of those things that you kind of know it know the feeling when it happens but talking about it is not necessarily the truth it's not necessarily going to prove it to others is what i mean so these dolls um getting back on my my mini rant here just just think about that for those who might be thinking about purchasing them or who have purchased them you're kind it's kind of like um you know like opening a door uh you're inviting energy in so if your house is quiet be thankful that it's quiet right um i'm bringing this all uh, all up because i got a message on um facebook uh, shortly after last week's episode, and um, the, the, this person was asking me about my opinion on haunted dolls. Just one because of recently discovered uh, intuitive abilities of, of their own. They're starting to realize they're they're an empath, and they're having these like visions during meditation, really intense stuff. Which I mean that that happens if if you don't have a spiritual practice and then you begin one, uh, it can do a lot to your own psyche for, you know, acid psyche, like, no, they're developing psychic abilities. Let me just say psyche. Cause that's the easiest term to come up with. Um, <laughs> but it does, it, it does shift around your, your energies. Um, and, and some things can happen. Sure. So it makes sense. Now this person is now wondering, well, what about haunted objects? Hmm, you know, I'm starting to have these experiences. Maybe I can connect with lost 
lost souls and, you know, help them. So let me buy these dolls and, and help. Okay. That makes sense. That's a that's a logical, common path of reasoning that, you know, people tend to go down. But don't, <laughs> um, just, just don't leave it alone. It's like, I don't know. It's like if you just, you know, you just barge into somebody else's life or something and just want to experience what they experienced or like, it's like having your house broken into, you know, in, in another sense of it. You're just intruding on that doll, like if there is even anything attached to it, like even like if, and I really don't believe that most of these dolls have anything attached to them to start with because of how popular it is and how many I see. It's, it's like a trend. It's like a craft. Just just find baby dolls that we don't want and say they're haunted so that we can get, you know, 10 times their value on eBay. That's how I look at it. On the off chance that there is something attached to this doll or any object for the matter, if, it, if they're being sold as a haunted object, no. That, that's silly. Um... You're kind of just, you're opening a door. You're, it's, it's really, and especially, you know, in, in this person's case who is, they're starting to develop their own awareness that, you know, they, they may be an empath and they're having these like deep visions through meditation. They're really vulnerable right now. So bringing any other variables into their practice is probably not healthy for their own spiritual development to start with and and for yours or anyone out there who who's listening who may have had a similar experience or a, an interest in these dolls it's just something to keep in mind just throwing it out there i know i, I come across as like super opinionated um I mean, there can be positive experiences from it too, but I just personally, from my own experience and kind of my own, well, it is my opinion. So yeah, from my own opinion, um, just it's not good. Don't 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 play with things that you know that could potentially harm us, and playing with haunted objects could potentially harm us, right? It's just like, I know I say I collect Ouija boards and I just went out over the weekend supporting the Talking Board Historical Society. That does not mean that I support using Ouija boards. That's opening a door too. It's all the same thing, okay? Like, I appreciate Ouija boards for the art, for the history. It's a very curious thing that we got into started in Baltimore. It's uh, very fascinating that such an uh kind of um closeted idea of spirit communication became this mainstream toy 
And this is all it is. It's a, it's a toy. And, and the baby doll is, they're meant to be, baby dolls are meant to be played with, too. So, anyway, just be careful, especially since Halloween is coming up. Just just be careful out there. Don't go. Use this, use this story as a, as a word of caution. Just be careful since Halloween is amongst us. Just don't go poking at open doors and certainly don't go opening closed ones. <laughs> I uh, will be back next week as always and you can send me an email at spiritswake at hotmail.com. Find me on Facebook, Coffee with the Dead. We have a group to ask to join but most likely I will add you and we also have the regular Coffee with the Dead Facebook page or you can find me my Para Ann page so plenty of ways to get a hold of me I will be back next week and remember the veil is thin